0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Destroy Digital, a digital marketing podcast. I'm Chris Asher. And I'm Mark Chen. And uh, what's been going on, Mark? We've been losing weight. As far as cheesy jokes go, I would say that we're becoming weightless. Films. It's been <laughs> Weightless Films, that's who we're talking about today, um, with we, consent from Will Gaffney. Uh, hi Will, if you're listening, he's a friend of mine. Hi Will, we've never met. Uh, have you never met Will? I've never met Will. Ah, okay, he's, he's a filmmaker. Mm. Um, I've seen his work. Great work. Yep, yeah. yep. Awesome work. Um, and he, his company is called Weightless Films. And We've said it like
1: three times already, haven't we?
0: Is that enough? Is that enough to... Weightless films. Yeah. Let's make it four. All right, cool. Um, and talking to him, I think I think you could describe him as more of a filmmaker, a documentary filmmaker, rather than like your traditional uh, sort of production house. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, although he does do some corporate work. Yep. Um, and... When it comes to documentary filmmakers, creating content is it's a bit of a tricky process because you're not a content creator mm-hmm. because you don't want the reputation of just smashing out content. Oh, as in
1: in short form content or throwaway content?
0: Throwaway content for like social media and stuff like that. You sort of focus on, and I think we talked about this in one of the previous episodes, the sort of the three types of content Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. you would make. Hero, hub. And help. Mm. And, you know, I think uh, there is a space, there are certain content creators that are also filmmakers who do a lot of help content. I think one of those um, is, uh, what's the guy's name? I can't think, Peter McKinnon. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But he's moved more, he's moved away from the filmmaking and more towards the content creation aspect. He's a YouTuber now Yeah, um, yeah. and that's predominantly what he does.
1: Do you want to explain the two to our audience? Uh, if it's
0: a thing? Uh, like the difference between Being a filmmaker maker
1: and a content producer, you know, content make, creator. I, mean, I know that the, the uninitiated kind of sounds the same.
0: It, yeah, it does sound the same. I think um, a film, a content creator is someone who uh, will probably spend less time on the production and, and sacrifice a little bit of uh, production quality for quantity. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um. Whereas a filmmaker will probably usually do longer form, maybe more thought out, more carefully prepared um material that's not just for the internet that right. might be. A bit, for- more, a bit
1: more creative, a bit more art, art- artistically narr- artistic narrative, maybe, is it? I I don't know. For? I
0: think I think um I think they're both equally creative. Mm-hmm. It's just uh they will sacrifice – the content creator will sacrifice certain things um, to continually be able to pump out content. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep. Whereas a filmmaker, it, it can take years to make a documentary. Yeah,
1: I get that. So, you, you we're talking about expediency versus craft.
0: Yeah, maybe, hmm. maybe. Hmm. Um, I, I'm not really too sure. Like, I, I wouldn't uh, probably put my definitive mark on what – what that is, where where it crosses over, well, I guess. Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, well, I put it out there. Okay. The content a content maker does puts out content in you know, in the name of expediency, so get it out there, get it. You know the yeah. Um, whereas a filmmaker would probably spend more time crafting his piece. Yeah. You know, um, making it a bit more, uh, um, a bit of an author almost. Yeah. An auteur, uh, if you want to use the old term.
0: And I think I think um, I think that they would want to publish on different. Um, different platforms. Well, absolutely. I totally get that, yeah. um, So, the content creator would be doing stuff for social media more Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. and the filmmaker would be publishing um, on a more like, you know, in cinema uh, or on TV or on Netflix or something like that on a – yeah, on a, a more exclusive publishing platform, yeah. I suppose. I get
1: that. I get that. I think I think well, well in the in the in the world of stop motion animation, it's the difference between <laughs> robot chicken and artman films.
0: Okay. I'm not sure what L- Artman Films is. Ardman Films.
1: Yeah. <gasps> Wallace and Gromit.
0: Ah, uh, okay. Yes. Yeah. All right. So um so and then also when it comes to a filmmaker more than a production house. I think I would probably say the difference is that he has a bit more um, creative direction on the project. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And a production house is almost like an agency where someone will go, hey, we need to make a a video about this. Can you do that? Yeah. Okay. Um, We just need someone to put it together for us. Yeah. Yeah. So,
1: how do you make, how does, so, how does a filmmaker make social content?
0: Well, that's that's the hard part because you can't really do the the help or the hub stuff as much because you're, you've are you got a, a high reputation that you want to uphold, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can really only do the hero content, yep. which is the big production stuff that takes a lot of time, um, a lot of resources. Yeah, I get that. Um, and that's one of the things that is done. So it's it's almost a... a <clears throat> for want of a better term, an eggs in one basket situation, like you put a lot of energy into one project mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then you just hope to God that it does really well.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, but, you know, it's it's about, I think, for uh, filmmakers, um, it's about okay, so building a reputation yeah, through yeah. the work you've done.
1: Yeah. So, I was going to get to that, right? So, yeah. when, when we're talking about marketing, what are you marketing? In this case, are you mark? Are we marketing weightless films as a as a as a as a business mm-hmm. to um, you know to to corporate clients, or are we marketing Will Gaffney as a director?
0: Well, that's yeah, that's that's they're two separate things, mm. really. Mm-hmm, they're two mm-hmm. and they're two elements of his business. Yeah. Um, I think that talking about um marketing to corporate clients is probably more. Relevant in this case, more relevant in this case. Okay, but I don't want to dismiss uh, marketing a filmmaker because talking to him, uh, he's he's done one of the one of the things that he's done, uh, which I uh, camera assisted in quotes on, mm-hmm. um, was a short six minute mini documentary on inline skating, which was a passion project for Will, self funded, right? self funded. Yep, um, but also. It was in um, in collaboration with various other people. There was uh, a producer, a sound guy, a B cam, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, and myself assisting, and all the talent and we, everyone donated their time. Yeah, yeah, and you did project. some of the
1: behind the scenes as well, didn't you?
0: Yeah, I shot yeah. I shot some behind the scenes stuff, um, and so that's that's sort of one of those projects. It took. It took months to make, you know. Mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm. a full day shoot. Yep. But then the rest of it which you've got to do in your own time comes together. Yep. Um I guess slower than a normal project might. Yeah. So uh, it was a bit of a
1: self promo piece.
0: It was a self promo piece and or a chance a cult, to uh, yeah. to work together with different people. Yep. Um what uh, the B, the guy that was doing the B cam Uh, Will and he hadn't worked together before Mm -hmm, so -hmm. it was good for them because they got to see oh yeah we can work really well together and then there's potential in the future yeah yeah. and um doing that sort of uh work Mm -hmm. uh is it it does well on things like Vimeo um as well as YouTube but for a filmmaker Mm -hmm. um he posts that to Vimeo which is a place where other filmmakers will be able to see it and go, oh, okay, so within the industry it's a way to network Mm -hmm. and um, build your reputation as a filmmaker and potentially work with other filmmakers because a filmmaker very rarely works alone. Oh, absolutely. There are so many other things that have to come into play. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, So in that regards you've got to market to those other people so that you can work with the the best sound guy and yep. all of that sort of stuff. Yep. Um uh so it's good for that and uh, yeah and then showing it on YouTube and, and various other things you can see that when he's left to his own devices, mm-hmm. the type of creative content that he's yep. able to come up Absolutely. with and showcase.
1: Yeah. So what I'm hearing what I'm hearing is that the um that the that the documentary is meant to market himself, him as a director.
0: Yeah, as a as, yeah, as a filmmaker. As I a think. filmmaker. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: More the filmmaker. Yeah. Let's let's let's. Because get, it, let's
0: it wasn't that. just as a director. He he did.
1: Well, he wrote. He wrote it, and then yeah, he, he, he conceptualised the, st- the shots and storyboarded exactly. it, and yeah,
0: okay. Um, and so then we start thinking. I had to talk to him about. Okay, well, what other stuff can you post? so that you can maybe post a bit more regularly on those mm-hmm. platforms that mm-hmm. showcase your work, especially when it comes to the, the filmmaking side rather than the, yep. the corporate side. Yep, yep. Um, and one of the things that he came up with um, is that based on the licensing and distribution agreement he has with his clients on that sort of stuff, he's mm-hmm. able to cut together a trailer and then direct people over to... Okay. Uh, so he
1: uses the trailer to promo himself... Yeah. And his clients work at the same time, which yeah. is what he's done for his clients anyway. Exactly. So
0: yeah. it's a way of, again, like we've talked about in other episodes, creating content as a byproduct of the thing that you're making anyway, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. Of what you're doing with your business day to day. Yep. Yep. Um, I don't know if you can think of any other ways. Um, oh, look, there's
1: like, oh, all right. So if you got, for, for those of you who don't know, I, I majored in animation in uni. Mm-hmm. So you know, I I so I, and a lot of my contemporaries are now, um, television. Well, the guys that graduated uni with are okay, yep. now television directors and you know uh, producers and, um, you know DOPs, directors of photography. What a fancy way of saying cameraman. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. If you're listening out there, you you know who I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just offended so many DOPs. Is it how it's spelled? <laughs> yeah. I wonder how it's pronounced. Um, <laughs> Anyway, yeah, but that, more to the point is I totally get what you're talking about in terms of, you know, of being a filmmaker and being true to your craft and then having to, um, you know, work for the corporate dollar because, you know, I mean, not very many filmmakers actually get to make feature films that they that they want to make. Yeah. There aren't that many. And I understand the passion project because that's him making the film that he wants to make, telling the story that he wants to tell. Um, and... One thing I can add to, to to this format. There's nothing wrong with this format. I think it's a really good format. But one thing I can add to this is what would, and I can only speak about what would I do in this case. So if I was a filmmaker and if I wanted to get my, uh, you know, if I wanted to do a passion project and I wanted to increase my reputation and also reach out to my corporate uh, customers uh, or a corporate audience, one of the things I would probably do is um, look at the kind of look at the kind of content or narrative that I'm going to tell. Yeah. So something that comes to mind, something that's very close to my heart, is um, is uh, is homelessness. Okay. Uh, there's, there is in this day and age, there is no reason why any person has to sleep rough.
0: In, in, in Australia. In especially. Australia. In Australia. You know, I would say I yeah. can't speak for in any other countries, but okay.
1: yeah. But in, even in, you know, even even in my even in you know the country where I was born in Singapore, I mean, you know, there is no reason, you know, any country that can. Any country that can that can, yeah, well, I, I won't even go there, because <laughs> I was going to say put men on put men on you know, any country that can put men on the moon, you know. pay oh, let's m- go with men on the moon. Yeah, well, we 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 haven't, but that's really. <laughs> you know, we, we spend millions and billions of dollars on tanks and guns and bombs and ships and yeah, stuff. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's no reason why any person needs to sleep rough if they don't want to. Yeah. So for me, that I would I would do a documentary on that, turn it into a bit of a. You know, and then market that as a bit of a social justice cause. Okay, tie it, tie it. You know, and 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 work with different community groups and uh, and homeless, uh, uh, um, you know, uh, community programs or or, or or activists, and and work towards making this a thing that become that comes on the national agenda. Yeah, or a local agenda, if nothing else. And then that process um, gives the filmmaker an opportunity to. Not just do some good work, but get his name out there as someone or get, you know, get your your perspective out there.
0: So I think what you're saying is when you, when it comes to, um, to selecting your uh, topics, mm-hmm. um, what is it like time, maybe timing of like how long it would take yep. to make it? Yep. What's going to be relevant at the time that you expect to release it? Sometimes, sometimes. And going for something that might have either an emotional impact,
1: yep, or a social impact,
0: or a social impact,
1: yep. Um, And then, of course, the cynical part is the cynical part to this whole equation. Yeah, is it'd be really helpful if you pick a topic that will be picked up by by media?
0: Yeah, yeah. If if you can pick up something, get something that was picked up by media. That's right. Something left, something you can leverage someone else's
1: channels and networks. Yeah. Did not. So you kill, you, you're basically killing as many birds with, a, with as few stones as possible. Yeah. In this case, you know, you'd.
0: And I think, I think mainstream media will probably be a, a good sort of target audience. Spot on. If you, if you do it as that's the target audience. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and I, I know that he's, wor- he's working on something, which I won't say what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's working on something that might involve someone who's successful on Instagram. Okay, okay. Um, so I think he he might be already on the right track in terms of picking a topic that might have a, a very int- a large audience yep. or not so much a topic but even featuring a person that's got a large audience. Exactly. Um, oh, yeah,
1: okay. Mm-hmm.
0: But also... That I think that his his working on something that will also be of interest to the general public. I am not sure what kind of emotional response or Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. uh, it would have. I don't know what the narrative of the of the thing is, but um, it sounds like it would be interesting. Anyway,
1: well, I mean, look this this is what what I think. I think what we're suggesting here, what I am suggesting here, is not new. No, it's it's done before. You know, it's and it's done really well by some. Really awesome practitioners out there. Um, for example, JG Ballard. Yeah. Um, he was the guy that found the Titanic. Yeah. And he wound up working with James Cameron on the, the film Titanic. Um, and also after that, he's gone on to make some really awesome documentaries. Uh one of one of my favorite of his was um was when he visited all the um the the um we went back to the Battle of Midway. We went back to all the spots where all the ships sank. Yeah. And he brought together a whole bunch of uh, American and Japanese war veterans to say goodbye to their comrades. You know, sixty years after the war, deadly adversaries were holding each other on the bow of a ship, sobbing like little boys, and throwing these wreaths of flowers into where, you know, um their their comrades and and one time enemies were, you know, had sunk and, and, and an amazing, amazing documentary. Yeah, but no one would have known JG Ballard or would have funded his documentary if he hadn't gone and found the Titanic. Yeah, okay, you know, and turned that into a piece, and then gone and, done, and then worked with James Cameron, and been, became a, a name in himself.
0: Yeah, so I think I think what you're saying is um, being able to network. And again, when it comes to filmmaking, like I said, you don't do really much of that sort of thing on your own. Mm. You you need a network of people. And I was thinking, I was trying to figure out if if video content is what you're trying to promote and, and you can't make a lot of video com- content as a filmmaker because you have to hold this extremely high standard for everything you do, um, what other kinds of content can you put out there that doesn't take very long and also don't necessarily – Show you as a filmmaker and mm-hmm. just because uh, putting out content and establishing authority, um, which is what you really want to be doing, is be an authority filmmaker. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't have to be about the that's not the only way that you can establish authority by showing your work. You can establish authority by talking about your work. You mm-hmm. can establish authority by, um, you oh, know, what, sharing, collab- collaborating with other filmmakers, collaborating with other yep. filmmakers, mm-hmm. all of that sort of stuff. Yep. Um. And one of the one of the things that I would suggest uh, he might want to do is start a Facebook community. Mm-hmm. Community. Um. Yeah. Community. The key word for our, our podcast that's becoming a staple part of the podcast. Um. Facebook group. His, I, th- I would suggest Facebook group, private, all of the people that you've ever worked with, add them mm-hmm, and say, mm-hmm. look, I just thought I'd put this place where we could all get together, yep. talk to each other. If you need a sound person, this person's a sound person. He's great. If you need this, if anyone else has anyone that they want to contribute to this group, yep. Yep. make it like a private group of your own network, but allow it to be open for... Your for the members to add other people yep. and introduce them and say, mm-hmm, "Hey, mm-hmm. we've got a director of photography over yep. here. We've yep. got a a really great producer over here. Um, you can post work ideas, mm-hmm. all of that stuff in that group, yep. and grow that group and build a little community of your own. This little network within Facebook. Yeah, I know, but that's something that you don't need to be the person creating the content
1: you're you're the you're facilitating the, f- the the community basically yeah you mm. you I totally get that. I mean that's 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 a great way to be known, isn't it? It's like everybody will know who you are cuz you started this. Exactly. Yeah.
0: You're you're the moderator on it maybe yeah. if it gets to a size where you need to start moderating yeah. you you yeah. select a few other people to moderate as mm-hmm, well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Um so in terms of reputation within the industry that's a great way of doing it. Yeah. How do you then translate that into getting more work or increasing your your visibility to clients, or to potential clients?
0: Well, I think it's through the network. Like you, I mean, you're you're gonna you're gonna get your own client. You've got your own clients already, right? Yep. Um, you have a job that comes up, you're like, I need a crew, I need this person, this person, this person. You post it into the group. People will say, yep, I'm available, I'm available, cool. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then vice versa, each will do that. And as that network grows, they essentially, you become clients of each other in a way because that's how, I think that's how filmmakers sort of work together by the sounds of things. You assemble a crew. That's right, you do. um, And the more people that you have in your network of crew potential.
1: Yeah. The, the more you get, can choose from and you can choose different skills, different exactly. uh, people who are good at different things, um, people who are well-known for certain things that so you can put them together because this shoot requires that. Yeah. Yeah, totally get that. I mean, this is real. And for, for anyone else that's not in the film industry or film business, but if you have a, a type of business model that is a one, two, that needs many uh, people or many uh, um, practitioners to pull off, you yeah. know, this is perfect, right? Yeah. It's, it, no, I call it the house, house building. If some if someone wants to build a house, that's one client. Yeah. But to build a house, you need well, you need every, you need all the tradies, right? Yeah. You know, and then as the as the contractor, you bring in all your subcontractors. Exactly. Next thing you know, you've got a crew of thirty men and yeah. women, on site, built putting together a house. Yeah.
0: And And then one of those thirty people might, might have a contract themselves. That's right. Who and knows? then they they bring you on board that contract. Exactly. Mm. Exactly.
1: So you're 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 kinda out you're kinda insourcing, outsourcing, through sourcing, whatever. Resourcing. Oh uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, resourcing. That's a good one. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, resourcing through your
0: community. Ah, there it is. <laughs> the magic sea bomb. Oh, that's it. <laughs> Maybe we should say it in a minute community. <laughs> we'll just use that as a soundbite every time we say it from now on.
1: Community.
0: Yeah. Um so we I thought I honestly thought that we'd talk about this episode uh would talk a bit more about um you know uh the more corporate stuff. Um but I think that I think that it's more it's become a bit more about how to promote yourself as a uh, not just a filmmaker, because this can be applied to various other things. Mm-hmm. For example, like what I do with websites, I yep. have to work with designers. Yep. If I had put if, if I put a Facebook community, mm-hmm. wait, mm-hmm. sorry, Facebook
1: community
0: together. And uh had designers that I'd worked with, marketers that I'd worked with, and we built a community on face. Uh, sorry a
1: community
0: on Facebook um and were able to circulate the work
1: well, that's it, that's right, that's
0: right in there mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. think I think you could do that with a lot of different types of businesses absolutely and, f- and freelancers, I think yeah. is the key there mm-hmm. Um, I know that there are already freelance groups, but um, if you're doing it uh, amongst, like there are free, freelance groups on Facebook, mm-hmm. um, but you don't really know the people. Yep. So, if you start building a group with people that you've already worked with and say your close friends have worked with, you might only have a group of 20 people, 30 people. That's but right.
1: But you've got the marketing power of 30 people. If they're all freelancers going out there talking to other people. Exactly. And talking to potential clients. Oh, what do you do? Oh, I am a makeup artist. Oh, right. Um, do you do film work? Yeah, I work with a group of filmmakers.
0: But they're also, they're also trusted. Yeah, that's because right. Because each of the people in the group have worked with them before and recommend them. Yep,
1: yep, I get that. What I'm, what I'm trying to get at is, you know, like you're at a cocktail party and a potential uh, client. You know, says I want to make a film, or I'm going to make a video. Or, I want to make a something, yeah. you know. Uh, uh, and you go, yeah. Well, you work. You're a makeup artist. You work in. You work in film. Do you know anyone? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I work. I have this community.
0: <laughs> there it is. You did your own one. That was good. Yeah, it was, was that was what's leading up to? Anyway, <laughs> I think I think I think. Um, is there anything else you want to add, Chris? I think that's it for this episode. I'd like to thank uh, Will Gaffney and Wait. I nearly said his name wrong. I'll just say it again. Will Gaffney and Weightless Films for uh, for his time on the phone, having a bit of a chat about his business and all of that sort of stuff, and letting us. Uh, Letting us uh, talk about his business on the podcast. Yep. And if you want to find out more about Weightless Films, you can go to weightlessfilms.com.au, which is his official website, and uh, you'll you'll be able to see some of his amazing work there.
1: Excellent. And um, as for us, if you would like to subscribe to our podcast, if you haven't already, we'll go to the regular places where you can find where you find your podcast, iTunes, Stitcher and TuneIn. Uh, we're all there, and we're also on all the socials: um, Facebook, Twitter. Maybe not Instagram. We're on Instagram, but we again just- <laughs> one
0: one thing at a time. At time one, thing one thing at a time. a time. So
1: Facebook mostly. If you want to like us, because we publish every week on a Monday
0: at seven thirty. Yep, uh, a.m. a.m. A. <laughs> Ready to start your week, so that you can just get pumped up. That's right. That's right. And if you re- and if you want to support
1: this podcast, we'll. Um, One of the best things that you can do right now is to get onto iTunes and plug us with a good review.
0: Thank you. And um, if you have any feedback for us or you want to be featured, your business wants to be featured or you know someone who could benefit from having their business featured as a case study on the podcast, then uh, visit our website, destroydigital.com.au. All the details on how you can submit your business are there or get in touch with us, all of that good stuff. Right,
1: and so we'll see you next week. But in the meantime, go out there and destroy.